Welcome, welcome to episode 32 of the Sweet Film Talk. This is the Sweet Keeks, your boy, joining you. Today, we are going to go over some special announcements that we've had planning for the pod for a while. After that, we're going to talk about some streaming like we normally do, go over a special trailer that released this week. Movie news has been pretty slow. And to finish it all off, we are going to talk about They Shall Not Grow Old, which you will have to see what we think about it. But without any further ado, where's my boy? Are you there? I am here. Can you hear me? Oh, yes. Loud and clear. Loud and clear, yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm yelling right now. (laughs) I'm so... What what we want people to do is when they're listening, just just take a look at that logo. Take a, just take a look at the, yeah, you know, and I was going to comment on this. Okay, so highlight on Kamiko right now. Um, for the past couple months, we've been planning on rebranding. And fun fact, our first logo, I did that logo in like two minutes on Snapchat. I, <laughs> I Googled film slates, found the, like the best looking one, and I just typed in sweet film talk with Keeks and TC. We did Comic Sans, Comic Sans. Is it Sans or Sans? I don't think it matters at this point with whatever it is. <laughs> so I did that font because that was like the only font Snapchat gave me, and I just slapped it up there. I was like, "We're good." Yeah. And then we changed the font, and we were looking, and Kamiko thought, "You know, we need to change this up." And I was like, "Yeah, I agree." So shout out to Kamiko. You're looking at the new logo right now. We kept the film slate, but we add a little, you know, sweet film talk. So the film slate's on its on an island. Yeah, I, looks great. It came it came when my with my wife and my sister flamed us for the Comic Sans because we're honestly like we're not really designers. I I don't know. I didn't think it looked horrible. I thought it was I just know. I thought it was just you know it was what it was. It worked. Yeah, it did the bit. I know the people probably people probably saw the sweet film talk Comic Sans font. They're like, what are these? Are these kids ten year olds doing this podcast? <laughs> So welcome back, oh, everyone, who initially yeah. flamed our design. We're coming up. We kept new, the old. We're coming new in. New logo. So with the new logo, we want to announce the giveaway that we're doing. Um, I'm going to explain a little, about, a little bit about that giveaway, and then Kamiko is going to talk to you about how you can enter and qualify for this giveaway. So listen closely throughout this pod. Somehow, during this podcast, I'm going to say this. Beep. Beep, beep, code word. And then Kamiko will give you the code word, and I will repeat, we will repeat that again right afterwards. So be on the lookout for that. We are going to give away $30 gift card to a theater. Now, you can use that $30 for $5 Tuesdays. I mean, that's, you're seeing basically six movies. Or you can use that for food. Or you can use that for a date and buy some food with your date. I don't know. But $30 is yours, one lucky winner, and that is the giveaway, and Camilo is going to tell you how you can enter. All right, la- ladies, and, ladies and gentlemen, what we've decided is we want to keep it, mainly this is just, we've noticed that a lot of people take, take an interest, and we want to reward the fans, reward the people. You've made us who we are. You've got three ways to be able to enter. Each one will give you a point, up to three points. You can follow us. On the Sweet Film Talk, just Sweet Film Talk on Twitter. You can also leave a review, preferably five stars. 
on um <laughs> on on um whatever podcast format that you listen to us on and take a screenshot of it and dm it to us either instagram you know you can dm it to us via twitter through sweet film talk um or if you have our numbers or anything dm us and the third one is with the code word just message us the code word anything to relay it to us that you heard it and that will give you three sweet entries to win thirty dollars because honestly i i if i wasn't married i would use it all just weekends, big blockbuster movies, or matinees. Those are money, too. Matinees get you. Or the first showings of the day at, like, 10 a.m. Cheapest one. Oh. Just, just some ideas. Yeah. Just to throw it out how you do it. That's how, that's how we see it. Because, you know, seeing a movie a week kind of adds up occasionally. But, um, yeah, so to go over it one more time, follow us, Sweet Film Talk, on Twitter. Um, leave us a review. Screenshot it. DM it to us on Twitter. Or to Kamiko Adcock or Tanner LeBaron, get a hold of us. And the last one is DM us the password, the code word that we will be saying later on in this pod. And I'll give you three exactly three three chances to win. TC, when is this up? When when are we done? And this will be February 11th. That's a cut being February 10th. So next Sunday will be the cutoff date, and we will announce it Monday on February 11th. So yeah, that's it. That's that. So be ready, be queued in, be locked in. So let's get into streaming now. Um, I watched one movie. Okay. And what's funny is I wanted to watch this movie because you talked about Moonlight and that little hiccup they had at the Oscars with the wrong announcement. I watched La La Land. Oh. And I liked it. Now, back up. I don't really like musicals. I don't. Like, I don't really care for them. I can see, you know, what's funny is I wouldn't mind to star in a musical. I think it would actually be a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, shout out to my six-year-old self. I was in The Music Man when I lived in Price, Utah. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I played the harmonica, dude. It was great. Wow. Can you still play I it? didn't know what I was doing. Oh, the clothes were like an XL. It swallowed me. <laughs> Hopefully we can. I mean, that's what, that's what you have to do in Price, Utah. Like, my parents started in plays just, you know, for a little recreational activity. But I really liked La La Land. I liked the... The story is basically um, a go get them story. Like if you have a dream, go get it. You know what I mean? And I like that aspect of the movie because Seb, Sebastian, want to start his own club. Emma Stone, I forgot her character's name. Uh, she wanted to be an actress. And even they got into arguments with like him saying, oh, you're an actress. Like how great. Like even her own boyfriend was like putting her down for being an actress. But I love the soundtrack. Love the acting. Um, I wanted the ending to be a little bit happier per se. Yeah. You know what I mean? I agree. I don't, I don't, I don't want to give away too many spoilers just for people that haven't seen it. I'll, I'll give, okay. Quick spoiler, but yeah, they don't end up. Too <laughs> yeah. Much. It's been three years. Yeah. yeah come, go, on. come on. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I, I really liked the movie and I really liked how he pushed her to, to chase for her, de- her dreams because she's ready to give up. And it was a cute movie and I'm going to give it an amazing grade. A minus. I so, agree. I'd watch it again. I'd watch. I'd watch it with a date. Yeah, honestly, I think. Yeah, yeah I, I actually really like La La Land. I think the music's really entertaining. The beginning kind of caught me off guard because I was like, "This seems a little too cheesy." But the rest of the movie was great. I yeah. loved the rest of it. Yeah, yeah. Right off the bat, I'm like, "Really? This is oh gosh." This is yeah. Be. Um. But fortunately, they didn't. They didn't have a lot of that, so I liked it. Okay. It was a good watch. Sweet. Love that. That was the only what about one. You? Right? What about you, Keeks? 
That was the only one. Oh, yeah. Gosh. So I don't start my job till next Monday. Shouts out to Underwriter Laboratories. I'll get you one more. One more shout out till you sponsor us. That's what we'll do. Um, just kidding. Anyways, so I started off, gosh, I streamed a few this week. Um, the first one that I streamed is a new Netflix movie called Polar. Oh my gosh, this movie, this movie sucked. I'm just going to go out there and say it. The saturation was totally off. The story was bad. The acting, Mads Mikkelsen is fine in it, but tonally the movie was so weird. Um, yeah, I just, I can't recommend it to anyone. I give it a D. Don't waste your time watching Polar on Netflix. Just straight bitter. Yeah, straight bitter. <laughs> like it's, yeah, it's real bad. Really bad. Um, the next one that I watched, actually, I watched it probably the day after. I started it and I just couldn't finish it. So I, I finished it the next day. Was um, the Jungle Book movie on Netflix, Mowgli. It's like like Legend of the Jungle or something like that. Um, it's fine. It's, it's, gosh. I'm like learning my lesson about all of these Netflix original movies. They're all just kind of, they're all right around the same age, except for a few. But um, anyways, Mowgli was, it's fine. It's just like very, like, seems like a pretty normal average movie. The story doesn't really know exactly what it wants to do for most of the movie um, until like the last probably 30 minutes, I'd say. And yeah. the, the character design was really cool, though. I did like the character design. Shere Khan looks really cool. Um, the jungle itself, like the creatures, good character design, pretty good special effects. Andy, Andy Serkis directed that, yeah, right? Yeah, he did. It's got a stellar cast, too. So, I mean, that's okay. It's, it's a C minus, so I'd say it's, it's pretty, pretty bland, you know? Pretty bland. Yeah. And. Ugh. After that, I saw Velvet Buzzsaw, which is the new movie of Jake Gyllenhaal, directed by Dan Gilroy. They made, um, for any of you guys who haven't seen it, you definitely need to see it, is Nightcrawler. They made Nightcrawler. Beep, beep, beep. All right, code word, code, code word time, code word time. The code word is Master Frodo. Beep, 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 code word. Master Frodo. That's it. Wow. Right, right. Love it. You, know, you kind of freaked me out when you did it real quick, but I love that. <laughs> it caught me off guard. You were locked in the zone. I was. Right at 10 minute. Right at 10 minute, folks. I was just thinking, I was like, wow, I didn't know he was so passionate about Nightcrawler, but that's, it's a good movie. So yeah, rightly so. Um, this movie is. Yes, I love Nightcrawler. It's so good. Jake Gyllenhaal's amazing. And it's same in this one, like in Velvet Buttsaw, he's great, but I don't know. The rest of the movie didn't really hook me as much as I felt like it should have. It's a pretty good, like, satirical piece about like the art world and art buying but didn't really interest me that much um it's also on netflix um i gave it a c so it's bland it's you know right there in the middle of the road but jake john hall's really good in it i just don't think it will be able to capture the attention of just general audiences it's probably more of a niche market that would like it yeah yeah definitely um after that gosh okay so Oh my gosh, yes. So the last one that I watched was so cool. This one's on Netflix, not a Netflix original. Um, the Raid Redemption, which this movie is an Indonesian martial arts action film that's like part John Wick, part the new Judge Dredd that came out in 2013 or 2012. Oh my gosh, it's yeah. balls to the wall action the whole time. <laughs> it's so... You, you had me at balls to the walls and at Wick. <laughs> There's, there's no better combination, honestly. If they were to throw John Wick in there, 
it'd be a great little crossover thing. That's all I'm going to say. But yeah, this movie is awesome. It's, it's pretty brutal. It's brutal. So knowing me, I'm pretty squeamish with blood. It's a little squeamish, but the movie's it's so fun, so entertaining. And it's got a good story. I mean, it's basic. These policemen go in to raid this apartment building and it kind of all goes wrong. And so you find they're like men who have infiltrated the police and it gets super hairy and it's like a rookie kind of has to lead his unit out. So it was awesome. Super good. So the raid redemption, a minus. Wow. Amazing. Re- Red Dead Redemption, the Raid Redemption. Count me in. Anything with redemption, I think, is never generally a good, maybe a good choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't quote us wow. on that, maybe but I think it's a good sweet. Talk. Maybe we should maybe we should change our podcast to Sweet Film Talk Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. Jot that down for yeah. future. We yeah we we might brand in a year. We'll see. Okay. Well, we you just got to keep evolving. So that was, I think that was it. That that was all of them. That was all of the. The streaming movies that I saw. Nice. That's good. Good big three. Yeah, I'm going to try to name movies next week. Get some more Get some more content. But speaking of movies, this is a movie I mentioned that I'm really excited for because it is just going to be so over the top. How about, how about that Hobbs and Shaw trailer? Just when you, I mean, just when you think that Fast and the Furious is kind of like it, you know, explored all of the outrageous aspects of action movies. They just go full superhero. Oh my! Oh, it <laughs> just full full superhero. They're they're going all out for it. Balls to the walls might have might as well have been the code word. It's not, but gosh, we I will be used it. Wow, I I was just. I mean, there. I would like to be just in that writing room. Like, oh, Vin Diesel's not going to be in this movie. We're just going to have The Rock. Jason Statham, and let's throw, uh, you know, what's his name? Idris Elba? Yeah. Let's just throw him in there, and, you know, we'll give him some superpowers, bad guy. And everyone's just probably better. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> you know, there was just a bunch of monster energy drinks, Red Bulls, and bangs in oh. one room. Oh, I'm sure. I would, I would be a little upset if there wasn't. But when they're scaling down the building, and Jason Statham takes the, takes the elevator – and the rock goes down the rope and is running down the building. I was laughing out loud. That was so <laughs> funny and over the top. I cannot wait for that moment in the theaters on the big screen. Dude, it reminds be me so of hyped the, up. It reminds I, me of like the fist cock in the Mission Impossible Fallout trailer. Everyone watched that and died in the trailer. And same thing when I saw it in the theater, blown away. Just so cool to see. Oh, oh, it, on oh the in the bathroom screen. in the bathroom fight yeah. when he like locks yeah. <laughs> When he loads his fist up. This is going to be so over the top. Like, I might clap after that scene, scene just to get everybody hyped up in the theater. But it looks over the top. It looks so fun. I mean, I, I'm all for it. I mean, it looks bad, but it looks good. You know what I mean? Love, love those bad but goods. My, my, my just perception of this is it looks over the top, overly acted, cheesy, and I'm going to see it three times in the theater. I'm going to see it in IMAX. <laughs> opening night i'm gonna see it in 3d and then i'll see it in imax again i'll 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 give us a, a full paycheck of money oh my at just seeing this movie as many times I, as I mean, possible we're gonna dedicate a two-hour pod to this <laughs> gives us a good excuse to go back and watch the horrible original fast and the furious movies what's, what's funny is i actually really like fast five i think fast five is a really well done movie it's got a fun heist movie uh 
Yeah, I thought I'd really like Fast Five. The other ones are fun too, but this one just looks over the top, and I'm excited. Oh yeah, it's it's just so crazy. Like you look back in Mission Impossible for one, and and Fast and the Fast franchise, where it's like, dude, who would have if someone would have been like, yo, we're gonna have a tenth Fast and the Furious movie, and they're gonna be making a billion dollars, and I would have just came out of the first one. They robbed DVD players in the first one. Like, just look how look how far they've come. It's same with Mission Impossible. It's like what I if I would have told you. The newest installment, you know, 15 years later was the best one. No way. Yeah. No yeah. way. Yeah. Wild. So, you know, they're, they're doing something right. I'm for it. You know, they're, they're taking my money. Yep. So a movie that we watched was They Shall Not Grow Old. What's, what's super funny is we're going to get into the review of this movie is we were talking, Kamiko and I, earlier in the week. And we're like, man, what movie are we going to watch? There's like nothing. And I looked on just some films that were coming out, and I saw this trailer a couple months ago, and I was like, huh, that looks really interesting. Um, and it was in theaters around Provo. It's The closest one is Provo and in Sandy. Went to the Provo one yesterday, watched They Shall Not Grow Old, and I loved it. What do you think? I can, oh my gosh, it was so good. So good. Like, it starts off with Peter Jackson just explaining. Basically, he's like, so, um, yeah, basically, this society, the, um, gosh, I forget what, the 1418 now, first World War centenary, like, group or whatever, came, comes to him and is like, hey, we've got, like, 100 hours of footage and 600 hours of audio. Can you make us a movie? And Peter Jackson's like, um, do you know what you want it to be about? They said, no, like, we, we just, like, they didn't, he, you know, I'm sure they said this. He didn't say it, but they must have said, we know you're the GOAT. You've made the best trilogy of movies ever in the history of movies. So you, you can just kind of do what you want. And oh my gosh. It, it, <sighs> wow. It, ex- it executed so well. What I, what I really liked about the movie is there's no set narrator. It's all the voices of the soldiers that served in World War One, And... The technicality of this movie is insane. I mean, they took they took a year just reviewing material to put for to put together for this documentary. Yeah, from like a hundred hours of video, they crushed and, it down to six hours of video, and then from and two, yeah, yeah, keep going. No, and then six hundred hours of of audio. It was what like ten hours of audio, something like that. Yeah, yeah. If not more, it may have been like two hundred by all means. Gosh, who knows couldn't believe it my gosh and then like you're watching it and it's just saying you know and what i really loved was how it shows you know in movies i feel like we're generally used to american american patriotism so from the united states going into the world wars and just showing like how passionate our soldiers were but to hear the voices of actual soldiers from the united kingdom and other colonies like share their patriotism towards their country was really really cool that's like one little bit that i thought was you know they're like we just wanted to go out we wanted to go like they wanted to fight the germans that's a big thing they're like we just want to fight the germans yeah yeah and even and, that, and it was it was crazy to see these soldiers who were like 15 16 you know signing up exactly and the officer and the officer would be like huh, well you had a birthday today you know what i mean they'd be like bump them up a year <laughs> i know he's like how old are you 16 Okay, go out the door, come back in, and tell me you're 19. And the dude's like, wait, oh, okay. So he goes back out, comes back in, and the dude says, how old are you? And he says, 19? 
and then just signs yeah. them up and gives them a uniform. And it, and, it, and it actually shows pictures of many of these young soldiers, and they look, you know, not a day over 14. Seriously. Yeah. One of them is so, like, I was 14 when I served. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. I mean, and I, I, here I am complaining at a long red light. Are you kidding? I know. <laughs> Their country's at war. And yeah. the narrative, I love how it shows, you know, they started at home. And that's like, it starts off and the footage is really grainy. And for me, I'm like, oh, I thought it was like in color. So I guess maybe they just had it in color for the poster and yeah. like some specific shots, but it wasn't. So it's kind of, it's really grainy, but you can still kind of tell what's going on. So I thought maybe they modified mm-hmm. and toned down the graininess of it. And then it transfers into like these soldiers. They, they talk about how we were out there to fight the Germans. And then it changes the resolution, the quality, the picture from one moment to the other. Dude, how did you feel and during that transition? I, I, I thought that was just beautiful. I mean, it just it, it brought color to the screen, you know, literally. And <laughs> true. Yeah, it really did. What, yeah. 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 And that's what I loved about the movie is that it kind of took you through these soldiers' lives for 40 years in this war in an hour and a half. And that's what I really liked. It was, it was about the soldiers' day-to-day, you know, you know, how hard it was. But, I mean, obviously World War I is terrible. And, but it showed, like, the joy and the camaraderie that these soldiers had together within their, you know, their, their squads, their pl- platoons. And I thought that was, that was heartwarming to see. Because they would, they'd play games. There's a lot of downtime it, before the war, before they deployed. But, like, man, when they're sleeping in trenches, the trench foot. I mean, oh, gosh, and they're, yeah. And, they're, and they're, the latrines just sitting on a log. <laughs> I love that part. And the next, the next guy was literally two inches away from you. I couldn't do that today. Oh, no. I can, I mean, barely, my hygiene. I can barely use the stalls they provide me. I have to go up to, like, the nice ones with the doors. <laughs> and it feels like your own room. I have to go up to... Like a ski resort I, and use their bathrooms. I'm OCD, I'm OCD as it is. I mean, when I would go to port potties at scout camps, I'd throw in like a roll of toilet paper so it wouldn't splash me when I, you know. <laughs> Didn't we all? But it was, it was a very heartwarming film. Peter Jackson, you can just tell he put a lot of time and thought with his team. It wasn't just him, of course, uh, res- restoring the film. And I thought the audio was so cool how they added the audio to the lips. And it was essentially spot on and even the sound effects um to like the turrets the tanks land ships moving uh and the guns firing that was incredible the my favorite part about that is you know peter jackson's talking about restoring the footage there's a 30 minute feature after the movie and he's talking about how he wanted to add practical effects and he's like you know we wanted the colors of the uniform to look realistic and he said, I just so happen to have a bunch of old World War I uniforms at my house that we used as basis. And you see these uniforms that he has in his house. And then my favorite yeah. is, you know, we wanted to really have an accurate portrayal of the turrets and of the guns and of the explosions and artillery. And he said, you know, I, I've got an old World War I cannon at my home, like many of you do. And my, <laughs> my theater died laughing at that because it's just like this guy has – knows so much about world war one and seeing these like the character development of these men in general they start out of you know like hating the germans they want to go in and fight they want to you know just want to kill them and it comes full circle where they're like taking the germans you know prisoner but they're all just like hanging out and having fun and come to realize like oh like the germans didn't want to be in it just as much as they didn't 
Yeah, I love I love that part. They're like they're just normal guys fighting for their country, you know. And that was that was that was pretty you know touching to to have that come full circle. I love just the interviews in the background. I mean, I can't say more about this this film. This will definitely make my top ten. We're already in like the third of February. We'll we'll just say this... it's in my top one. That's all I'll say. Wow, wow. I mean, Peter Jackson killed it. I, I wish more films would do what he did at the very beginning of the movie. He's like, hey, stay 30 minutes afterwards, and I'll break this movie down. I'd love to share my thoughts with you. I couldn't believe how many people left after the film ended and didn't stay for after the credits to hear Peter Jackson. You know what made me there even like, – There was like 10 people that left. I'm like, people, like, hello? It's like you're – You know, teach their own. Maybe, maybe they had to get to the gym or run a marathon. I don't know. <laughs> Or they can do that. You know, maybe they were missing their World War One reenactment um, groups. But they I, had to get to that. But I just couldn't believe the amount of BDE that Peter Jackson had walking into the studio barefoot. I mean, the guy is a hot. <laughs> did you notice that? Yeah, I did. I lean over to <laughs> Becky as soon as he walks in. I'm like, are his shoes on? <laughs> I know. It killed me. Oh my gosh, I was I was losing it, but it was. It was a phenomenal film. I wish more documentaries, even maybe some films, would kind of be like, hey, say after the credits, you know, give a 10-minute, 15-minute snippet of how this was made, behind-the-scenes look. And this film was made with a – give it an amazing A-plus. A-plus. From me. A-plus as well for me. I, what I loved at the end is, you know, he's kind of talking about saying his inspiration for making it. And he says, you know, at the end of the movie, you'll notice it's dedicated to his great-grandpa who served in World yeah. War One. And he says, I didn't make it to like, he's like, I tried to stay as neutral as I could. He said, because he had a bunch of footage from like the women who were involved and from the Air Force and from other islands who were like territories of the UK. And he said, I wanted to try and incorporate them. But then he realized I just wanted to show these young men and help everyone realize and understand that their families were impacted by this. And I thought that was so cool how Peter Jackson brought in the fact that his family's inspiration was the reason for wanting to make this movie as like an homage to his great grandpa who died. And I think he had what, like his uncle, no. His, so his great grandpa died after the war, but his uncle died in the war. And then his like mm-hmm. producers, great grandpa or uncle or great uncle died in the war too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would love to take my parents to this documentary and just sit down and watch it with them. Yeah. Now I want to, now I want to learn even more about world war one. Um, and just some of the, you know, facts and how some of the warfare because of this movie. And I want to learn more about my ancestors too. I mean, I was just talking to my mom about her dad, um, who served in world war two. And like, I want to pick his brain even more about his stories. So like, that was the message of the movie. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's why I liked it. Left you at a high note. It's just, he's just basically saying like, Hey, like reach out, reach out to your family members, discover more about their history and if they served in the war, you know, what they kind of did with their lives. And I thought that was that was cool. That was cool leaving the theater like that. I mean, normally we leave the theater entertained, but like I really left the theater inspired. That's and that's I actually funny enough. I've been like going back and listening to little snippets of the pod. And that's one thing that you mentioned of giving a movie an A plus is leaving inspired or like uplifted and feeling good. And I totally agree, man. Like I, I can't wait for my kids to come home, you know. Like 20 years from now, 25 years, I'm not having kids anytime <laughs> soon. <laughs> For them to come home and be like, we learned about World War One from some dude named Peter Jackson. 
And then I can just bust <laughs> out the Lord of the Rings extended edition and be like, oh, you've been to normal Earth. I'm about to take you to Middle you're, Earth, you're, son or daughter. You are, <laughs> you're in for a treat. Yeah, like they should, they should play this movie in schools. Yeah. I mean, just to understand the day-to-day schedule of these of these soldiers in world war one because it was it was brutal but you know they still found joy in the day-to-day aspect which was you know was awesome so two two quick things one what did you think of the song that they played at the end like the the little folk song at the end oh oh so catchy i loved <laughs> I did it too. did you like I it i loved it becky did i loved I it loved oh my <laughs> gosh mademoiselle from armitage was- parlez-vous Oh, it was perfect. I need to look at. Yeah, send me that song because yeah, I want. Like, it. Is that what the name of the song? Dude, that might be the intro for that. Yeah, it's like Mademoiselle from Armitage, Parlez-vous. The day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> Loved it. I was tapping my toe along, and I thought it was great. Um, oh, me too. What was the other question? Um, last question, dude. If you could, if they could take footage, so it's like from any moment in history. It doesn't have to say that like there's already footage of it that exists. But just to see, like, maybe how people lived and have it be restored, like, how it was in this one, how would you – what would you do it for? Oh, man, that is such a good question. Oh. Man, maybe the Civil War? I think it would be sweet, yeah. Or even, like, geez. I don't know. Maybe that. There's so many options. Definitely – Maybe even like when Christ was born and how that all went down. <laughs> I can that would actually be Jerusalem. I would love, dude. You know the Renaissance. I think would be so sweet, or the Egyptians yeah, even, that, or even the Dark Ages. Oh my gosh, the Dark Ages. That's you know, just, mor- just how how morbid it was then. Just just rats everywhere, or the oh. the in Egypt you just see a bunch of UFOs building the pyramids. That's all I need. All I need is my conclusive evidence. That's how the pyramids were built. But I just so, wanted to know if what you thought about that, if you had any idea. Yeah, I, that's a great question. Yeah. Like actual foot, like let's say like somehow, some way, time travel went back in time and was like, here we are. Yeah. I'm taking film of the 1600s. Yeah. This, is how, this is how people are living. 1700s. Wow, wow that'd be wild. Right so great, great question. Yeah. Love that. What do you guys think? You know, send us a DM of that. That, that won't give you another entry, but, you know, that will, that will jog our brains. <laughs> That'll, you know, brownie points. Those are always a nice thing to have. Yeah. But overall, go see it. Go see They Shall Not Grow yes. Old. Absolutely amazing film. A plus all around. Yeah. Go, go see it with your family, close friends. I mean, go see it by yourself. I saw it by myself, and I was moved. I mean, I didn't cry, but I was inspired. Like, I really want to know more about my grandfather's. And um, my mom was just, like I said, was sharing some stories with me and they were hilarious. I was like, I had no idea. Like my, my grandpa was when he, when he left the war, they, a bunch of, cause he was in the DMZ and it was like after the war of world war two between South Korea and North Korea and all the Koreans loved him and they gave him like a celeb, you know, a celebration when he left and he wasn't sure about the quality of the food. So he would eat some food and just chug it down with alcohol to kill anything <laughs> and he got so drunk uh that he had to be helped by another soldier to like his jeep and whatnot so hilarious i was like i had no idea so i want to go i want to go sit down with my grandpa now my papa and pick his brain about some of his life events so anyways my papa also served in the war so that's sweet he served in vietnam 
Yeah. Um, oh, that's awesome. But thank also big thanks to everyone that we know who have served in the military. Huge shouts out. My father-in-law served in the military. And my brother-in-law, shouts out Jay, he is in the military right now too. Doing great stuff. Awesome. Love that. Great, great Sunday pod. Lo- love the troops, always. So reminder on the giveaway, there are three things. Follow, DM, uh, the pass, the, the code word. You guys heard it. And leave us a review. We would love a review. And, uh, you know, while you're at it, send us some questions or anything like that that you'd want to. We love you. We appreciate you guys. And next episode for the podcast, I'm going to have a friend on. She has uh, worked as a site coordinator for films. So we're going to pick her brain a little bit. And no, we're not dating. I'm as single as a dollar. So just get that (laughs) out of the way. (laughs) But she's awesome. I saw her at the gym and I told her about her little podcast. She's like, oh, I'd love to come on. So we're going to try to get her on on Wednesday and release it on Thursday. So look out for that. And it'll be fun to have her on and just kind of understand a little bit more about the behind the scenes of film. Yes. So, yeah. It will be super sweet, just like today's episode was. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Thank you for paying attention. We hope, we hope you guys participate in the giveaway. We're super excited to, you know, to give back. That's what it's all about, giving back. Yes. It is. And a reminder, next week is the cutoff time. We'll, we'll remind you guys again on Wednesday, but again, we appreciate you all. Keeks, a pleasure. As, as with you, TC. As always, stay sweet. <laughs> Love it. Stay sweet. Sweet. Bye. Sweet.